Hi everyone, good morning. Thank you for joining us today. This week we had the honor to hear from Miss Marnie Day. She has been the elementary school principal here at CBCS since 2018. Her message this morning is called God Keeps His Promises. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoy. So our chapel speaker today is someone you guys know really well, and there's probably not another person on the face of the planet besides your parents that loves you more. This person loves Jesus and just really loves God, and she really wants you to love God too. So our chapel speaker today is me. (laughs) I was not supposed to be our chapel speaker, but I found out last night in the Minneapolis airport that we needed a chapel speaker. So I was like, talk to my students about Jesus? Yes, sign me up every Wednesday if you need to. Okay, today we're going to talk about Abraham. We sang about Abraham. We did all the crazy motions. But I want to know what you guys know about Abraham. Who can give me some facts about Abraham? Hudson, what do you know about him? How do you know that? I was thinking, like, broad. That is super impressive. Wow, Mrs. Hoyt. A thousand more marbles. That is so good. Do we find Abraham in the Old Testament or the New Testament? Old Testament. And that's not because he's old. He was serving God before Jesus came. So that's what the Old Testament is. We're going to talk about Abraham and the covenant that God had with Abraham. Can you say covenant? Yeah, covenant is another word for, like, promise. So God made actually quite a few covenants with Abraham, and God has given us a lot of covenants and promises, too, and that's really important to know. We're going to talk about the one where Abraham found out that God promised him that he was going to be a father of many nations, Abraham heard from God that you're going to have many, many children. (laughs) And guess how old he was when God told him that? He was almost 100 years old. Yeah, so Miss Day's 57. That's old. No, it's old. I like it. It's good. Closer to heaven. Yes. All right. So Abraham was almost, he was almost twice my age when God said, You're going to have a lot of kids. And guess what Abraham did when he heard that? Well, Sarah was the laugher. Yeah. But Abraham was like, okay, God, I believe you, but I really don't see how it's going to happen. Because, see, Abraham and God had this amazing relationship. When God told Abraham things, he believed it. What is the word that we use when you believe what God is saying? And in your head, it doesn't make any sense but you trust that God is going to make it happen. Yes. Woohoo! Say it louder. Faith. Abraham had a lot of faith. And boys and girls, some of you have a lot of faith. So if someone came to me, Mrs. Stoll came to me and said, um, someone's going to give you a million-dollar house, I'd be like, that's so cool, but 
Uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. Who does that? But if God tells me, God calls me Marnie. He doesn't call me Miss Day. He says, Marnie, like, I'm going to provide for you everything that you ever need. Is that something that I can believe? Absolutely. So here's what happened. God told Abraham that I'm going to give you a lot of children. And we got a lot of parents in the room. Sometimes, I know you don't do this, but God tells me he's going to do something for me, and then I think that I know the way that it should happen. So Abraham was like, okay, my wife's too old. He's going to give me a lot of babies from someone else. And he took matters into his own hands. I'm going to tell you right now, boys and girls, listen, give me your eyes. God's promises, he doesn't need your help. He doesn't need you to take the shortcut. He doesn't need you to come up with your own plan. When he promises to take care of you and provide for you, he works out all the details. If I get involved and tell God this is how we're going to do it, it never turns out great. So we have to have faith and we have to have patience. Can you say patience? Yes. So Abraham and Sarah end up having children. And you were right. When Sarah... When God told Sarah she was going to get pregnant and have a baby, she laughed. She was like, are you kidding me? That's not even humanly possible. Sometimes there's consequences when we don't believe the Lord. What happened to Sarah? Or what happened to Abraham? Yes, what happened? Do you remember what happened to Abraham when he didn't believe the Lord? What happened? Yes. And what happened because Abraham didn't believe the Lord? What happened to Abraham? Do you know? Yeah, he gave him directions, but Abraham lost his voice. Here's the most important part of the story. And is it a story? Is this fiction or nonfiction? Nonfiction, it really happened. Here's the most important part of it. Those are great examples of how God gave promises to Abraham, and all of them came true. Now, I'm a mom, I'm a Gigi. And sometimes I've made a promise to my children and to my grandchildren, and I haven't been able to follow through. But here's the thing about God. There's not a single promise that God gives us that isn't going to come true. So I'm going to tell you some of those promises right now. In Philippians, God says, He will supply every need of mine according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus. So if someone is sitting in here and they're like, I need this. Now, boys and girls, you don't need a puppy, right? That's a want, okay? But God's going to supply every one of your needs. This one is very important. Jeremiah 29:11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Boys and girls, God's promise to you is that he created you for a reason, to do great things, right? Each and every one of you. And whatever, some of you might be an astronaut. Some of you might be a professional athlete. Some of you might be a teacher. Some of you might be a dentist. Some of you might be a doctor. Some of you might be a mailman. Whatever it is, he created you for a purpose. Sometimes the enemy wants to come in and tell us, I'm not good at anything. That's a lie. Does God create things that aren't good? No, he does not. Here's a good one. Isaiah 41.10. Fear not, 
For I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. We don't need to be afraid because we have a mighty, mighty God. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. God promises to be with you always. Here's one. Romans 8, 28, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. If you're in it, if you're going through something and you're like, what is this? Your job is to just love God, just continue to love and praise God, and he will bring beauty from those ashes. That's his promise. But boys and girls, the biggest promise that God gave us was his son, Jesus. See, Abraham, this is kind of weird but it's Old Testament, right? Abraham, when he wanted to worship the Lord or when he wanted to thank God for something or when he wanted to repent of something he did wrong, he would do a sacrifice. So weird. Because there wasn't Jesus. What do we do when we do something wrong? Pray and we say, oh God, please forgive us. I'm so sorry that I sinned. I'm so sorry I hit my brother. I'm so sorry I lied to my mom. God, forgive me. And then God says, I forgive you, and I forget about it. But Abraham, we already talked about it. He was way before Jesus. So Abraham had to do things like get pigeons and cut them in half and put them on the altar. Aren't you so glad you don't have to go out and catch a pigeon when you do something wrong? Could you imagine if you came to my office for doing something wrong because we're all sinners? And I'd say, okay, I need you to go out to the field, get two pigeons, cut them in half, bring them to the altar. He'd be like, uh, okay, right? So just that reason alone, we're thankful for Jesus. I don't have to kill a pigeon every time I've done something wrong. I just ask God to forgive me. So John 3:16. who knows that Bible verse? Because this is it, boys and girls. This is the ultimate promise covenant of the Father. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Round of applause. Awesome. So we can look to the Bible and see all of God's promises. He has so many good things for you. But he also knows that we're going to fall short and we don't have to kill a pigeon anymore. When you go home today and mom says, how was chapel? Say, great, I learned I don't have to kill a pigeon. They'll be like, cool, who taught, Miss Dan? They'll be like, mm, what's going on at that school? Um, we just, we have to know Jesus. Raise your hand if you've ever sinned, if you've ever done anything wrong. I heard someone say, everybody has sinned. That's right. It always goes back to Jesus. Every story, everything in the Bible always needs to go back to Jesus because that is the greatest gift that God has given us his only son. And what did Jesus do for us? What did he do for us? He died for our sins. Yes, he died for our sins. And did he, did he get to die the way I asked God to in my sleep? Oh Lord, please let me go in my sleep. No. How did he die? He died on the cross for our sin. So boys and girls, that's the best news ever. Thank you, Abraham, for modeling what it means to have faith and believe God at his word. But thank you, God, for Jesus. How many of you know Jesus? How many of you accepted Je- have accepted Jesus as your Savior? Well, everybody should, but not everybody will. The Bible tells me not everybody will, which makes me sad. And everybody has to do it at their own time when they're able to understand what that means. All right, let me pray for you. Thank you. 
Heavenly Father, Lord God, mm, thank you for these students. Thank you for this school. Thank you for the songs that we sing when, I say, when we say, I'm going to build my life on your love. You, God, alone are the firm foundation. Not my talents, not my abilities, not my money, not my looks. But God, you are the only foundation that will never crack or crumble. God, I thank you for these students. I thank you for Abraham, how he modeled for us, that when you come and you say something crazy to us, like, I don't know, I'm going to call you to go be a missionary in Africa, and you're like, I don't even know where Africa is. You don't have to know the details. God's in it. God, I pray that you would increase each one of these students' faith. God, I pray that you would be with the parents, wherever it is they are, wherever they need you. God, I pray that they would just experience you today in new and fresh ways. We ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You guys are awesome. This episode has been a production of the Capistrano Valley Christian Schools Podcast Network. Capistrano Valley Christian Schools is a Christian JK-12 school in San Juan Capistrano, California. Be sure to check out, subscribe to, and leave a review of this show and the other shows on our network on your podcast player of choice. Doing so supports the school community in a multitude of ways. For more information about the CVCS Podcast Network or any of our other shows, check out cvcs.org or email podcasts at cvcs.org. On behalf of the whole network, this is Mr. Jasper saying thank you again for listening and stay tuned for more.